Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced, pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips. I am the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and convert customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. And we are chatting today about some untapped potential that is LinkedIn advertising with a LinkedIn ad expert, AJ Wilcox, who is actually returning to my show. Um, he was on our show almost a year ago, I guess. So I'm super excited to hear about all the new things that are going on. So let's set sail. Welcome aboard, AJ. Ahoy, Captain Lindsay. How are you? <laughs> I am smooth sailing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love to hear. Awesome, awesome. So, I mean, last time we chatted, we spoke about different ways that we can advertising using LinkedIn. I mean, gosh, I think people still haven't really tapped into its full potential. Um, so, why is that? Well, you know, I, I think what it really comes down to is LinkedIn has really been on the back burner compared to other networks. When I very first start, blah, got started in digital marketing about 12 years ago, uh, the rage was Google ads. Uh, it right. used to be called Google AdWords. Now it's called Google ads. Um, but you know, once everyone had had success and they started telling their friends and more and more people came, that network got pretty expensive. And so yeah. now you're at a, a stage where if you're doing something significantly better than your competitor, you've, you're probably still doing great on Google ads. Uh, but if you're not, if you're just one of the competition, you're probably having a hard time. And then the new hotness about six years ago was Facebook ads. And Facebook ads was this like, hey, we'll help you target the right people and and it's really inexpensive. So people went crazy on Facebook ads, told their friends, everything was a big success. Um, and now what we're seeing is triple digit cost increases every yeah. quarter because everyone's, you know, jumping on board. So we used to see business to business, uh, uh, types of clicks coming in for like 10 to 30 cents. Now we're seeing them between one and $3. Per I know. <laughs> so, and, LinkedIn this whole time has been pretty expensive. They didn't start super low like the other networks. Mm -hmm. It was one of those things like, hey, if you're a marketing manager and you want to test out this channel, you may look bad to your boss because if you make a mistake with expensive clicks, it, it's going to become an expensive mistake and you've got to you know, explain that away. I know. It has been pricey. Yeah. I mean, they started at $2 a click and it's only gone up from there. And now the average is between 6 and $9 per click, Ooh. which, which uh, is not a giant issue if you have a big uh, deal size or average lifetime mm -hmm. value on the back end. That's so right. what I tell people is don't even approach LinkedIn ads unless you have a lifetime value of your client of $15,000 or more. If you're less, those 6 to $9 a click may eat away at your return yeah. on your investment. That, that honestly, this podcast alone is worth that tip. <laughs> that is so true. So, I mean, when you're here last, we talked about the, the three different ways of um, advertising in LinkedIn. So what's changed over the past year? Well, we've actually seen some pretty amazing changes happen. Uh, it, I remember when I first got into LinkedIn ads about seven years ago, I would wait years for some kind of change that they yes. were working on. And now we have four and five major changes happening every quarter. They, Dang. you know, 
props to LinkedIn, they really understand that they've got some access to something special and now they're actually investing in it. Um, so early this year, early in 2018, we got access to video ads for the first time, which is pretty exciting. So uh, we know uh, if you've been advertising on YouTube or on Facebook, using video ads. It's been an incredible experience. It's very inexpensive and you can share so much more emotion and, yeah. and passion over video than you can by reading five of my white papers, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so true. yeah. So that was great. Um, when they came out, the floor pricing on them was six cents uh, that you pay every time someone watches at least three seconds of your video. Mm, so they're, and we're, we're seeing people right now paying between one to two cents per three second view on Facebook. Um, so automatically they're, you know, three to six times more expensive than Facebook ads. So this is something that you definitely approach if you have really solid proven video creative and a good video strategy. If you haven't, I would probably test your, your strategies first on Facebook nice. before you bring them over to LinkedIn. What a great idea. Um, so that's video ads. Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be a lot more coming out there in, in the next year, I would imagine, but yeah. we at least have access to them. Um, we also got access to something called lead form ads or lead gen form ads. And those of you who are super familiar with Facebook ads might know lead ads. So this is where someone could convert. There's a form directly within your ad itself. So someone doesn't have to leave the, the Facebook experience in order to, to fill out a form. LinkedIn has this uh, in the form of lead gen form ads and they can be attached to both. Uh, if you listen to the last episode, there's um, two different types of ad formats. One's called sponsored content and right. one's called sponsored in mail. These lead gen form ads, uh, forms can be attached to both of those ad formats, which is okay. really cool. And a little bit of a bonus that we get over Facebook, LinkedIn knows so much about you professionally. And yeah. so they'll have a button that just says like, here, fill this form out with your LinkedIn data. And so if there's a field for email address, they'll stick the email address they know for you in there. They can stick your job title. They can stick your company size, anything that the company wants, they can they can just have auto filled. And then you, of course, as a user can say, oh, that's my personal email address. I'm going to put my business one yeah. in instead, but really, really fast. And it, it jumps conversion rates by 10 to 50% off wow. the it, which is pretty impressive. That is impressive actually. Yeah. Um, so we can go into more detail on that, but I'm guessing in 15 minutes, we probably need to move on to the next things. <laughs> uh, we want but, all the goods, AJ. Okay, cool. So uh, that is, uh, um, so that's kind of like the second add-on to, yep. to the ads that we got. Uh, we also got a new ad format. So last time we talked about the three, we talked about text yeah. ads, sponsored content, and sponsored in-mail. Now we have one called um, uh, dynamic ads. So they have two versions. You may have seen these if you're scrolling around on LinkedIn. You, you might see an ad that uses your own picture as a user. Um, you might see something that says like, picture yourself at this company or, uh, you know, you plus a different brand equals, you know, uh, great business together, you know, something like that. Um, this is sometimes called LinkedIn's creepiest ad format because <laughs> it has your picture in it. And some yeah. people don't understand that that's, you know, not personally identifying you or anything. Um, but this is an ad format that works really well for getting more company page followers. I probably oh. wouldn't send someone to a, yeah, I wouldn't send someone to a landing page or anything with it uh, just because it's going to cost more than the cost per click that you'd get from sponsored content. But this is the best ad format for saying, hey, 
come and follow our company page because yeah. we put out good stuff here. And then of course that's an investment that pays off in spades as it that, that target audience is now seeing your content uh, every time you post. Yeah. That's, I like that. Um, I, I think that's probably it for all the, the new big things mm. that have come out. Um, pretty exciting and then they keep rolling stuff out and yeah. I, I think we're going to keep seeing uh, I think what we'll eventually see is parity with Facebook where Facebook is about four years ahead on all their technology oh I'll, I'll add one more thing sorry I'm yeah no, feeling scared good. here um, LinkedIn also came out this year with uh, with carousel ads so right. Facebook had this for several years now um, yeah yeah it's been almost four years I think Facebook's had it uh, LinkedIn just came out with it this year and it works very much the same way. You can yeah. put several images um, and they can link to different places on your website. So the thing to keep in, in mind is that all the other pictures that you'll use on LinkedIn are, um, are like the same size as Facebook. That's 1200 by 627. Uh, when that you was use my next question. I wasn't sure if the, yeah, the image sizes, cause I remember a while back when I did some ads, they were, tiny little pictures so oh, they yeah. <laughs> yeah, but can't get anything out of that <laughs> you're right yeah the tiny little pictures those ones are on text ads and that's still the the same it's a 50 by 50 pixel image yeah. which is small but um but sponsored content gives you the same size of picture as uh facebook gives you which is 1200 by yeah. 67 but when you use these um the carousel ads mm -hmm. they actually want square images right right so, that's right yeah, so that's going to be, I think it's uh, 1024 by 1024 or something like that. Now, um, quick question on those, because I've only ever seen carousel ads. I don't know if I'm not paying attention much, but just one, the ones I've only ever seen are like sales or they're like products. So the carousel scrolls, like Grant Cardone does it, where he scrolls through a bunch of his um, info products, books, whatever. Um, but I heard you just mention something quickly there about carousel ads was just directing people to different spots on your website to engage in the content. Um, I've never actually seen that happen. Yeah, uh, you know, I saw a really interesting one that I use in a, as an example. Um, PBS was looking for sponsors, and yeah. what they had is a, a different tile for every one of their programs. So you'd see like like mm. Curious George and Super Y, and I have kids, so I actually recognize. Oh, them. I remember those shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so it, it was like one of those things where it, one of these different cartoons would catch your eye, and yeah, they were yeah. looking for donations or, yeah. or probably advertisers. And so if super why caught your eye then you oh, that rhymed um, i know <laughs> you might be interested in clicking on that one to see how you can support that show super why would be very impressed with that rhyme there the the <laughs> little red riding hood girl she likes the rhymes i think <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, now i'm gonna make my kids listen to this episode <laughs> i know i loved super why i was kind of sad that my kids grew up and they stopped watching it <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, but that's such a great um, idea. It's funny how you, your brain just like you see it one way and that's, you know, there are other ways of using carousel ads besides selling products. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm definitely not saying that everyone should go and use carousel ads because right. one of the first rules of conversion optimization that we all learn when we start getting into digital marketing is don't give people too many options. Otherwise, they'll mm -hmm. lock up and not choose anything. Um, when you do carousel ads, we do find on average they get higher click-through rates. So it, it might be worth considering. But if it's just putting more links to put more links, um, that may or may not be a strategy that works for you. So, you know, try out static and try out carousel. Just test yeah. back and forth and see if you can make one of them work. Absolutely. I love that. So with all these new options, it can, as an entrepreneur, feel, you know, a little bit overwhelming. So where should we start 
and do we need anything specific to get started? I loved your tip on in regards to looking at your lifetime value of your customer, which is key. Um, but yeah, any other great tips would be awesome. Well, there are so many different targeting options mm -hmm. and, and so much that you can do with it. So, uh, it's really hard to like succinctly tell someone here's how to get started. But one way that we've been successful is we've come out with a, a startup checklist. This is the same checklist that we use when we onboard a new customer. And it pretty much has everything that you'd need to know about LinkedIn ads in order to get in and get started. Um, so you guys are all welcome to that. If you go to b2linked.com mm -hmm. slash checklist, uh, that'll give you access to it. And if you don't hit the box that says, you know, I want someone to contact me, you'll never hear from me ever again. This is purely a freebie that I want everyone to have who wants Perfect. to on LinkedIn. I love that. And I didn't even know you were going to offer that. So my question was like the perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sneak something in there. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so like out of all the different um, ad formats and the different upgrades that they have or different features, what in your opinion is the best type of campaign to kind of start with? So I would recommend, and this is a really good question. I'm glad you asked. I would recommend always starting with sponsored content. It's right. the perfect mix between cost and, and volume. So you can get really specific about who your audience is and pay not very much uh, compared to the other ad formats. Uh, so start with sponsored content and start with static. Like don't try video, don't try okay. lead gen forms yet. Just try static, sending to a landing page, and then see what the results are. Um, and you know, if you're paying more than, than six to $9 a click, then you're probably paying too much and you, there's probably room to improve there. If your conversion rate is less than about 8%, um, you'll probably want to take a look at either your landing page or your offer um, right. because one of them isn't telling the story completely. You, you want somewhere between an eight and a 20% conversion rate. Um, and then the rest is, is really like, look at the data, play with it and yeah. make improvements where you see the weakness. I love that. And do you find, cause sometimes there's like, you know, people that are in Instagram or people that are in Twitter, they're just different audiences. Do you find that any ads that you do in Facebook often, like after you test, they do transfer well over to LinkedIn in regards to responsiveness? Yeah. If you're, so here's the deal with, with the audiences is that all the people who are on LinkedIn probably the vast majority of them are also on Facebook. And then many of those are also on, on uh, Instagram. So it's not like there are different people, but right. the way you reach them is definitely different. Okay. So LinkedIn, we can get so specific about who a person is. And on Facebook, if you can approximate that same person and get in front of the same type of people using their targeting, mm -hmm. then yeah, you'll, you'll probably be successful showing them uh, almost exactly the same types of offers. Um, but if it's harder to nail the, the same person and you end up, roping a whole bunch of people on Facebook in who are irrelevant, mm -hmm. then yeah, then you'll probably see the same stuff not working just because it's not the same type of person. Yeah, that makes sense. And so within LinkedIn, are you also able to like do retargeting? Can you make lookalike audiences? Like, is it the same in the back end, so to speak? Oh, love it. So you can do retargeting, uh, but my recommendation is always drive the traffic from LinkedIn and then retarget them once they get to your landing page uh, with both Facebook and Google. Mm. Um, the reason why is because LinkedIn's targeting was, first of all, LinkedIn's retargeting is all done with a, with a cookie and half of your devices are going to be uh, iOS and, well, there'll be iOS devices like iPads and, and iPhones. Yeah which can't accept a cookie. So immediately oh. half of your audience won't be targetable. Um, 
whereas they will be on, on both Facebook and, uh, and Google. And then the other thing is that retargeting is so powerful at just staying in front of people when, uh, when they're around to stay top of mind. And yeah. people just don't spend as much time on LinkedIn as they do on the other networks. So yeah. drive exactly the right people from LinkedIn, then retarget them uh, for cheaper and, and more effort, more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, more pervasively with the uh, other networks. And with lookalikes, they don't, they don't have lookalikes yet. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I will anyway. Uh, they're, they're working on lookalikes, at, yeah. and at some point we'll have access to them. Fair enough. Good to know. Because, yeah, it's, it's hard to know kind of, you know, we know the drill, so to speak, of, of what Facebook's parameters are for the most part. But with LinkedIn, it's like, I don't know, it feels like a big mystery. <laughs> Yep. Yep. I think that's absolutely accurate. Uh, with, I mean, anytime that a network comes out with a new, a new tool or a new optimization, it just like, you have to test it. And, uh, we're trying to figure out right now when LinkedIn says that, that, you know, here's a lookalike of this audience. Mm -hmm. Um, do, can we trust them or not? Can we run a, yeah. a test with and without? And if it improves things, then great. We know we can trust and their data is good. Uh, so make everything a big test. <laughs> Absolutely. And honestly, in my perspective, I know I get asked this all the time, like, oh, do you guys do LinkedIn ads? Do you guys do Facebook ads? And it's like, I help manage and project manage, but I do not do the back end. I would much rather hire someone like you to take it over so that your money is being well spent because even understanding all the reports and the optimizations and the testing, I'm like, it's enough to make your head spin. So for any listeners out there, I would leave it to the experts that strictly do LinkedIn ads um, or Facebook ads or whatever it may be. Yeah, and I, I have to second that. I mean, obviously, take my advice with a grain of salt because I, I run an agency that, that I make money off of these things. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, you know, with something like Facebook, you can so easily find someone who stays up to date on this stuff mm -hmm. and is always paying attention to the latest changes and, and the ways to push you above your competition. Whereas if you're trying to do it by yourself, you're going to miss that. Yeah. And then same thing with LinkedIn. LinkedIn's just like really expensive. So every mistake, yes. you make an expensive mistake. So it, it might be worth pulling someone like us in for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I certainly wouldn't discourage someone who was a self-starter and wanted to do it by themselves because that's the kind of guy I am. I, I started out doing it yeah. on my own because that's how I like to do it. So you just dove in and, and figured it out and obviously learned a ton since. So, um, yeah. So just let people know what you do and how you can help them just so they can understand real quick. Great. So uh, I run b2linked.com and we're an ad agency that just does LinkedIn ads. It's, a, it's our, our specialty and we do it well. Um, we offer both account management, which is probably 90% of our clients take us okay. up on and about 10% like us to do training, consulting, teaching, oh, auditing. Ooh, auditing. That would be huge. Oh yeah. There's a lot of people leaving a lot on the table. So it's, yeah. it's nice. Even if you are running it yourself, get someone to give an extra or an expert look at it to, to make sure you're in the right position. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, that is awesome. You have packed a lot in 15 minutes, sir. <laughs> Love <laughs> well, thanks. it. <laughs> thanks so much, Lindsay. I'm so excited to be here uh, sailing on the great waves. <laughs> awesome. So this week's 50 minute cruise to move the needle in your business has come to an end. So thank you again, AJ, for your LinkedIn ads expert. You gave us so many awesome tips. You bet. Party on. Awesome. So folks, if you're looking to achieve faster growth through content marketing, whether it's videos, podcasts, or sales funnels, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So have a profitable and productive week, folks, and may the winds always be at your back. Mm -hmm.